This is the Non-Typical Nation podcast with your hosts, Brody Teal and Eric Liberty. Let's talk hunting and absolutely everything else that goes with it. We are back with another Non-Typical Nation podcast. It has been a hot minute, my friend. Yeah, we're not dead yet. We aren't dead yet. The no. virus is has shooken society, to say the least. Shaken. Yeah. Shaken. 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 Is that not right? Shooken. It's shooken society. We, we, we are shook. We are shook. <laughs> <laughs> so what is there, two cases in Slave Lake right now or three? There's two or three here in Slave Lake. Fuck, man. And uh, yeah, we got, uh, I think, 4,000, something like that in Canada. 4,000 in Canada. Yeah. And four or 500 in Alberta. Something like that. In yeah. three weeks. So three weeks ago, they had announced the first case, three weeks today, I believe. And uh, four or five hundred now. Yeah, we're just under just under five hundred cases in Alberta. And what do they say? Five or six weeks till she peaks. Something like that. That yeah. is fucking insane it's to crazy. think about. Yeah. So five or six weeks from now, it'll be in prime bear hunting season. Prime. Well, yeah, prime right at the end. But yeah. No, not prime. the end. It'll be middle well, of April, middle of May. We're in the we're at the end of March. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I guess yeah, middle of May. Still got a month left after yeah. that. I feel like it's April already, but it's not quite there yet. <sighs> the last two weeks have just fucking drawn on. That's why they've been flying by, man. Have they? Yeah. Holy smokes! Fleshing the day away. Yeah. Sitting behind that machine all day. So, anyways, five six weeks we're gonna be in the prime of bear season. We're going to reflect on this six weeks from now and see where we are. Just to think about it, though. Like yeah. three weeks from now, we had no cases. We have 500 in Alberta now. Six weeks from now, it's going to be at the, the fucking worst is what they're projecting. Yeah, we're at like 40 deaths in Canada. So I, I'm i going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. I'm just going to have a scenario. I want you to think about it. Okay. And this is this is what keeps me up at night. This is This is why I come to work fucking exhausted the last couple of weeks. And just drain because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. What if the two or three conservation officers in every few zones, what, what if two get eliminated in our zone and two get eliminated in the Edmonton zone or Fort Mac zone? Eliminated are they, like, like laid off? No, what or? if they get a cold? What if they have to go okay. on quarantine? Yeah. Okay. What if one gets it? He works with the other guy. They're both on quarantine. There's no COs in that zone. Are they going to start closing down zones for bear hunting or hunting in general if there's no COs? I don't know. I mean, good luck really closing it down to the people. You don't think they could? You think that would be too tough? I think. So I'll tell you what I did. What I did. Unless we're on on, uh, house lockdown, I think it would be pretty tough to keep people out of the woods. Unless we're on lockdown, it'll be tough. Yeah. Uh, it will, but they've closed seasons before. They closed the Buffalo zone up north. They've closed. It's not the first time they've closed a season. You think they would just uh, just shut the whole spring season down? What about the what about the native? What about the, did you think the they Métis? would just shut the NHL season down? Uh, could you have predicted that? Could you have predicted predicted that eight weeks ago? Well, when they started talking about it, I, I and I figured if it increased. Um, the or like the amount of cases increased in Canada or whatever it got here that they would eventually close it down. And then when they shut the NBA down, that was a big surprise to everybody, right? But then I know 
and a lot of people know that the NBA and the NHL share a lot of the same places, yeah. like the same arenas, the yeah. same coliseums. And uh, a lot of the trainers, personal, you know, gym people, medical staff, they're all the same people that work in the building, right? Yeah. So it can easily, easily cross contaminate, cross transfer that way. So yeah. I wasn't really surprised when they started talking about it knowing that the 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 realness of the situation and that's where i'm at with this like the realness of the situation but with that being said most offenses or serious offenses that get um, charged or caught by fish and wildlife it's not necessarily the fish and wildlife officer seeing that guy shooting that bear it's someone ratting him out or calling the tip line or something like yeah, that some, somebody calling like report a poacher yeah so um that's they rely very heavily on that um and you can't shut that down right no at least i don't think you can well, so if there's yeah like i've never ever That'd seen be like turning 911 off right exactly right so um so i could see them keeping it open if something like this does happen like this scenario um because they do still have that tip line but uh yeah man who could have even expected this though right so i i'm, I'm to say that just to sum this up I am a little nervous that our bear season might not happen. With well, going you're on. nervous enough that you told me yesterday you bought your bear licenses already, yeah. just in case. <laughs> so what I did is I went and bought my bear licenses because I thought, hey, if I have a license and if they just say we're not selling licenses anymore, but if you have a license, well, you know, I'm just trying to prepare myself for every scenario, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about this, this virus thing? Like, has it affected your, your mental, just the way you go on with your daily? I'm definitely washing my hands more often. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, other than that, it's sort of doesn't, hasn't really affected me all that much. I Mm -hmm. just sort of keep to myself anyway, right? Like hang out with the girlfriend and the dog and do shit solo most of the time. So yeah. And I'm not really a partier. I don't, we don't go to the bar. We don't do anything like that. So life has been pretty normal still. But do you wake up in the morning thinking, holy fuck, the whole world is shut down because of a virus started by the Chinese government? Um, yeah, it's crazy, but honestly, it's all fucking crazy. The whole thing is yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's but insane, man. I like to stick... There's just too much, and I can't control it. So there's I no agree. reason to like lose sleep. I agree. So for me, I just come back to my little bubble, and I just think, okay, well, if it gets... If shit goes down, if the internet goes out, if the power goes out, if we lose the grid, we lose cell phones, something like that, it's only going to take one. Yeah. And people are going to lose their fucking minds. I'm just going to the woods, and taking the people that I care about with me and that's all we need to worry about. Yeah. And I've always had the same mindset and I should say too, like I don't lose sleep over this shit. Um, not yet. I mean, but yeah, it but is I real, should say like, I don't to worry about it. Yeah. I don't, I try not to worry. And I had this conversation this morning actually with my brother, how you can't let things that you have no control over affect you. Cause if you do, you're going to be pissed off, angry, or upset about fucking everything almost every day. Well, for me, yeah, you're just, you're wasting, the way I look at it is you're wasting so much energy worrying about something you can't do anything about. You got to focus on the things that you have control over and focus on that. Put all your energy in that. Um, And that's sort of where I am. But it's just this right now, what's going on is so much bigger than, than everything. Well, it's just crazy that you look outside and nobody's working. You can shut down a nation 
You shut can down shut the world. down the world. Shut down half of the world. Shut down the whole Western fucking North America. The whole North America is shut down right if now. If this isn't war, I don't know what is. It's close to it. There's no guns going off yet, but but this is worse. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. You have the whole world in their house. Like everyone's got to be quarantined. The scary, the, the scary thing Every for me country. is like I, this. This reminds me of like high school social studies bullshit. Like really, pre like how so? pre war stuff. Like yeah, that's a scary thing. Like yeah. I don't want to. We don't want to get too far into that, but it is a little bit. You know, the economy shuts down, places go into depression, leaders start doing crazy wacko shit because everybody's on high strung. Everybody's walking on the tight line, right? They shut down society. Everybody goes into their houses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it just snowballs. And it starts with something small like, you know, what was the first thing? Okay, they shut down the NHL. And then they're like, oh, no, what are we going to do without sports? And the next thing was they shut down um, schools, right? And yep. everybody was like, oh, they're not going to shut down schools. That'd be crazy. They even well, said they weren't going to. That's right. Then all of a sudden schools are shut down, right? Then all of a sudden all public places are shut down. And then people aren't surprised when their work is shut down. So what are we not going to be surprised about next? I know. Because each, each one is a little bit crazy. <laughs> like if we had just gone from two cases to okay, everybody go into their homes, we're on – Everything shut down, non-essential businesses all shut down. We everybody would be like, Whoa, what the fuck? But because they're it's been like easing it into us. They're like breadcrumbing us. Yeah. It's like one little thing. And then the it's gonna thing. be like, Okay, well, they're all your rights are gone. Yeah. And you just gave them to us. Yeah. You just and we're you, gonna you're like, you, okay. we're gonna give you two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Like what are those fucking animals? Those little mole looking things, they're really stupid. They're known for uh if one runs over off a cliff, they all fucking run off a cliff. I have no idea. That's what I, I there's a metaphor and I can't remember. Yeah. We're just like sheep. It's just an eerie feeling. Yeah. Like usually when I come to do these podcasts, I have put on my pump up music, listen to Forget About Dre, just gets me jacked right up. And then Toby Keith, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. That song, if that doesn't get your fucking heart bounding, I don't know what's your your anthem as they yeah, say. It is. And and I had that cranked in the truck and I'm rocking out and I felt like just any other time I was coming to the podcast. But then I look around and there's nobody on the streets. It's dead. And I just, you know, and then it just sunk in like, fuck, man, we are in some strange times. It's just like ghost town everywhere. Yeah. And you know what? Like I said, too, like I literally wake up in the morning my same daily routine right but then it sinks in every morning like man we are still in this virus state yeah we're in we're in the 20s people are gonna like, remember this year yeah like this is this is history this is fucking history it's the first time anything like this has happened in recent history this is recordable history just like the great depression or That's worse right. well, you know we're back to the 20s yeah history repeats itself yeah yeah scary shit insane man yeah insane and you know what and we're still young (laughs) like what i worry about what i worry about is is they don't let people and this is happening like i should it's hey they're doing it for the better is what we're being told right so um the reserves north of here they aren't letting people out aren't letting people in they say there's no cases in the reserves but they want to keep it that way so that's what i'm worried about because the last few nights so that the kids are at home amy's at home all day every day 
last few nights for the last week we've been going for drives in the evenings checking out trail cameras getting stuck and everything else right yeah we should talk about that. yeah we'll come back to that <laughs> yeah and and so it's it's a nice just to get their head out of the house to get the kids out of the house and so if we can't do that if they start shutting down the towns where you can't leave or can't come in that's what I'm worried about. That's then, like, well, some places they've already done that, right? Where one one family member is allowed to leave the house one day a week for groceries. And there goes Shit our like bear that. season. That's fucked. Yeah, I know. That's scary. I know. Yeah. Um. By the way, lemmings is what I was thinking of. Lemmings. Yeah, the animal. Lemmings. Really? I think they're like little rat things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the leader just leads. I don't know. There's. I've seen some shit somewhere. But Sounds like about humans. It. Yeah. Sounds like us right now. Yeah, like we're Judo letting, with his uh, we're, yeah, eyebrow we're let, falling off. We're letting the fucking guy with no eyebrows yeah. lead us. Just <laughs> Did anyone see that? Has anyone seen? I think it was on the 24th or something Trudeau was speaking, and his eyebrow, his left eyebrow was falling off. So he had fake eyebrows on. The yeah. leader of our country. Yep. And he had no excuse because he didn't just get off a plane. He came out, he walked out on his front porch and did a press conference. See, I'd much rather have a, a nice tanned president yeah, nice, with hair that, that's nice always orange, perfect. A nice orange president. Yeah. Yeah. A little fat, short orange and guy. And fucking Trudeau with yeah. drooping eyebrows. Yeah. Fucking quarantined in his cabin right now. Well, so Cottage. Trump, interestingly enough, for comparison of our two governments, yeah. Trump shut off all China. Oh, um, did he? Well, this was, I don't know, a week ago. He shut off, like, all travel back and forth from China. Oh, okay, right? yeah, yeah. Like, right, right before the big virus sort of exploded right, right over here. And uh, I could be getting this wrong. But now Trudeau just yesterday, or just yesterday, the, the news was released that he sent, what, what was the number? Six, oh, I've seen that. 16 tons of medical equipment. And that doesn't make sense to me. To do China. Think, do you think that's legit? I don't know. It's, uh, I saw two reliable oh, Canadian reliable, reliable sources, sources wow. at least put an article out about it. Interesting. Yeah. See, that's just that's fishy because usually we're getting that stuff from them. That's right. But Trudeau likes to give money away. Yeah. And he's, I, I mean, give him credit. He is throwing a lot of money at our own country. But it'd be interesting to see the actual uh, the receipt for well, all just of this fucking shit. printing it right they said they're going to be printing a trillion dollars after yeah you, this year. that's what you said you heard a right? trillion dollars of fucking cash to just jesus just fill the system right up wow well desperate times call for yeah, desperate measures i guess so so yeah i'm just praying our bear season doesn't get affected because uh, you know it's something we really really look forward to well, we've already been cooped up so much from wintertime that we look man. forward to bear season, right? Now with all I of this know. shit, if we're cooped up even more, like some people yeah. have been, what, quarantined already for two weeks? Oh, lots and of people. And so by are, the yeah. end of it, well, that's going to be like eight weeks. Yeah. It's two months of just sitting at home, doing nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, a lot of people aren't, unfortunately. Aren't. That should be quarantining They aren't quarantining People apparently that, yeah people that travel you know going to costco and filling yeah. up on groceries then quarantining and all that shit yeah i don't personally know anyone but i've talked to a lot of people and heard a lot of people who say yeah I, this person just got back into the country and seen them here seen them there yeah, and they're just going everywhere well now it's mandatory right so now they can find you they can yeah. charge you which is i mean it's good you shouldn't be in a way it's good in a way it's also sort of going towards that direction yeah, of hurting dictatorship the yeah. yeah 
but um, you really shouldn't. People should be smart enough to know that you shouldn't be infecting yeah. other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's the fucking real deal, man. Like people are dying. People are. People but not a sick. lot of people are dying. But people are getting sick. People are getting sick. Yeah. And the craziest thing is, like, I talked to somebody, somebody yesterday about it, and uh, you know, he he wasn't r- real keen about the idea of them making it mandatory that you're locked down mm. if you ever tested positive. Oh, really? He's like, well, that's kind of stupid. They shouldn't, you know, the government shouldn't be able to tell you what to do whether you test positive or not. Yeah. Where I I sort of disagree because it's your responsibility to, you know, you don't have to stay in your house. You're just supposed to self-quarantine. So are there any other um, like viruses or, um, you know, anything else that is this contagious? Well, that's that's, that's the point that I was going to get to. Like he was like his point was, well, there's less deaths than the flu like it's the same as the flu it's or the flu is worse well, but i think then the percentage my, rate is higher well, with this my point is that there's been nothing in our in the electronic era that we live in yeah that is contagious as, yeah. as this is so yeah you like you hit the nail right on the head with it there's it is there's nothing transferring transferring people to people faster than anything that we know of right yeah like you walk through the the airport, guaranteed a very high percentage of those people are carrying the flu bug, the influenza bug, you know, yeah. the normal stuff that yeah, we're yeah, for sure. We now have a it's an flu immune season. System. Everyone says that it's flu season. Get your shots, and then everyone in fucking in society is eighty percent of the people have the fucking That's flu, right, but, but they get over it right and, away. And statistically, I think the flu season is actually like it spikes a little bit, but it's pretty yeah. high like all year around. Yeah, like, yeah, it's for just sure. something that's around. Yeah, right. And you can walk through an airport, you can walk through a train station, you can be fucking face to face with a hundred different people in a hockey arena, hundreds of different, thousands of different and people. And a few people might get it, but not many. And a few people might contract something. Because we've built up an immunity That's for it. That's right. But now everybody's just. Everyone's getting it. Yeah. If you, if fucking someone sneezes behind you, four feet behind you, you get it. And you like, you get it. There's not like you might get it or you might have it. You, no, you, you just get it. it. Like wow. you got it. Yeah. Right. And if, you know, it might not do anything to you, but then again, it might. And then, so this whole 14 day or 10 day thing. So does that mean that this virus will not stay in your body longer than 14 days? Or does that mean you'll show symptoms within 14 days, but then like, what if you show symptoms on the 10th fucking day and then you're sick for five days and then you aren't sick. So are you good to go? Is it gone out of your system? Like, it just seemed like a, it seems like a flawed system that they're projecting, but you know, you, again, I don't want, you don't, I don't want to be the person. I don't want them to tell everyone that you have to stay home. But, you know, this, even this 14 days, is it really making, like, I know it's doing something, but it, is it? Well, I like, everything? yeah, exactly what you're saying is that you get what like I'm the, saying. The time, the timelines overlap, the deadlines overlap, yeah. like nothing. It's not just going to be poof gone in 14 and so days. I heard and if your 14 today, days started today, my 14 days might start Wednesday. Well, if we yeah. hang out on the fucking, my 14th day and you get it back again. Yeah. That's what I mean. And I spoke with someone today who had, who was sick. They had a cold or something. They never knew what they had, but they quarantined two of them. And they've been quarantined, I think, for six or seven days. They've been fine for a day or two days. 
They phoned Alberta Health and Alberta Health said, if you haven't had symptoms for 24 hours, you're fine to not quarantine anymore. And does that make any fucking sense to you? Because we've been listening to the fucking radio all fucking day and they're saying, no, you got to quarantine for yeah. 10 days. So why do we have Alberta Health saying this and someone else saying that? And it's just... I think it's just panic hour. Yeah. Right? We don't know still, what to do, man. I think a lot of people are just trying to do their best. So right? especially if you, you were the a... leader of this tribe that we call Canada, what would you do? I would get better eyebrow glue. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have yeah, fake eyebrows. wouldn't have fake eyebrows on. I'd probably go out there with like face paint on camel face paint yeah exactly shit. what's um, the answer what would i do what would i do is like pertains the to viruses what, in your country 500 people in alberta have it right now do you say everyone's got to go on lockdown let's go with life as usual and hey the people who get it die and that's it what 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 do you think's the answer or do you or are we on the right path to success with this do you think <laughs> I know that I'm definitely not the guy to answer that, but <laughs> I think there's no right answer, and I, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a one tough job, man. It's a tough job for the people making the decisions. You know, if you're feeling a little cynical or a little savage for the day, you know, you might just say, well, fuck it. Like, let, you know, natural selection. We got too many people, yeah. you know, it, it's bound to happen anyway, eventually, blah, 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 blah. You, yeah. could, you could argue whatever side you want, but I don't know. Human life is human life too, right? Without a doubt, man. And I and that's how I looked at it at the start is natural selection. That's what happens when deer numbers get too high. You that's know, exactly right. Yeah. They get sick. That's the way I look at it. Everything, yeah. right? But then I got the whole story of the Chinese government sort of starting this because of everything that was going on in China. And then I got different views in my head and then I got cynical. And then I thought, you know... This is fucking war. That's what this is. It's bio war. Bio war. Yeah. Well, you just think, right? <sighs> We've talked about this. The Chinese, let's say, yeah, let's just say the Chinese have a lab wherever. Could be on a main street in a fucking yeah. city, main city somewhere, wherever. We yeah, don't know because yeah. we're not living there. Yeah. They get this virus. Then they just decide that they're going to do this huge media project and put out all this fake news that China has a virus. And then they just send some people over that they don't really care about that actually do have the virus and shut down the whole North American economy. European economy, everything. Yeah. Cut all ties with everybody because that's what's going to happen in a pandemic, which is why we don't get production stuff from China and all this stuff right now, right? And then uh, they just carry on their merry way with... All the money and factories and everything that they want. Well, that's the thing. And, and they Canada, just take North over America everything. owes so much money to China. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like, right. and, and in, in comparison, at least us, we don't just have Fucking a chance. Crazy man. Fucking crazy. Anyways, it's uh, what what's the date right now? I don't know. It's the end of March. Sometime. March. Uh, it's March twenty sixth today. This is going to be released on March twenty seventh. So we are one, two, four days from bear season, five days from bear season. That's crazy. There's a lot of snow in the bush right now. Yeah. So yeah, we went out last Friday. Was that when you towed me out? 
Yeah, it was Friday. Yep, was it because Friday? yeah, I was done working for the weekend, and I remember the was last it? thing I said to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, I remember the last thing I said what to you was before that? you left. Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it again. <laughs> well, you were going. What you were going to go take? I told eight? you. I'm like, I'm going and taking the kids. We're going to go put some trail cameras out, and uh, and go for a little hike. Look for some sheds. Look for some sheds. Yeah, and I said, and, man, there's lots of snow in the bush. <laughs> don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. <laughs> And uh, it wasn't, I think, two hours later, and I said, hey, Eric, yeah, what are you still, doing? <laughs> it was like just before 7 o'clock still yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Got the oh, phone call. Fuck. Yeah, there's three feet of snow. Well, then there was three feet of snow on the cut lines and trails. Yeah, there's lots of snow. Up to my waist. Yeah. Or a little bit lower. But right now, like, it's been sunny and warm, windy the last couple days. Um, so it's starting to melt. Yeah, this wind, this wind, warm wind today really shrunk but everything down. But with that being said, I did see that we're supposed to get snow tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah, quite a bit too. So holy fuck, man! This time last year we did not have this much snow, did we? No, we didn't have any snow in March. Hmm. I think it was done completely done snowing at the beginning of March. Yeah, that's crazy. So John the Trapper, we've had him on here a lot. He got a bear, I think, early April last year. Yeah, we shout out his bear. his podcast will be on YouTube. Nice. Tonight, tomorrow. Sometime. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Did we have a technical difficulty with that one? Uh, we had a few, but I think we... Uh, oh, we got her under control. We got it under control. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there is video for it. Just give the first five, or I think like three minutes. Just there's there's oh, a bit of time okay. there. Sweet. But you get to look at our logo, so it's all good. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so he got a bear, I think, first or second week of April. Mm-hmm. We got one the third week of April um that's amy's that's amy's yeah. yeah and then i got mine i think early may i always last few years it's been early may i've got it pretty much within like a few days and uh so yeah you know as long as we have continue to have this nicer weather and it continues to melt um and we don't get dumped on too much we should be chasing bears in a couple of weeks yeah yeah if it stays like this this good weather if the snow just snow just goes away yeah they'll wake up we right? need that snow to melt to there's fill just up so dens much with water yeah there's they, just so you know, much snow in the bush still yeah. it's gonna be a wet spring it is yeah so we went north where i've where we got our baits actually and it flooded last year there it took out those two bridges they still haven't fixed them we might have some flooding this spring yeah by that, looking uh, at how much snow there is and it's gonna be wet 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 coming up from the hills and if we get a lot of rain, holy fuck, we're gonna have another disaster down there. Oh, I know. And those bridges, those those temporary ones oh, they have on the highway, they're even lower than the one. That, I know that they're even lower than the highway that washed out. I know. Yeah. So these bridges washed out, and these are the only you have to cross these bridges to go north of Slave Lake. You have no other option. Yeah. You have to go around all the way around the lake. Otherwise. All the way around the lake. You'll add three hours, four hours onto yeah. your fucking trip. And these bridges washed out last May or June, was it? Yeah, sometimes. And they still haven't fucking fixed them. All winter long, driving over those bridges. Are they are they gonna fix them or what are they doing? Well, Have they're you heard? working on them. Yeah. So they're what they had there was right after the flood, for the rest of the summer, the fall, and all the win- most of the winter until about I think the beginning of March. Um, they had just temporary metal bridges over the holes yeah. on the highway because the pavement the whole highway was literally bad. washed out in two spots and if you guys haven't heard of this search up slave lake or like, s- it's like martin hills martin uh, martin mountain flooding 
Isn't there a campsite there or a housing it's area? It's uh, Martin Beach. Martin Beach flood 2019. And it was yeah. all over the news. Like these, their lots were just filled with sand. Yeah. People had, you know, they had a nice green grass. They had trampolines. They had their RVs. And it's, it was just all sand. High quality lakefront property. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Million dollar houses just covered in sand. Yeah unreal and then so yeah these bridges it's been a year now and they still haven't fucking fixed them yeah well the highway washed out in like big like 30 foot sections yeah so there's uh there was metal bridges and then eventually they were building a lower approach so that they could divert traffic while they fixed the actual highway and replaced the culvert and so i think the beginning of march or the, the very end of february was the last i've been i was driving over them and they had just put they had just diverted traffic to the lower yeah, below. So it's That's right we it's right down you go on right the creek. In. Yeah. You go right down below the creek to another temporary metal bridge that's just sitting there on some cement. And the problem is that these these bridges just get pounded by logging yeah. and oil trucks all day long. Like <clears throat> that highway eighty eight is an industry highway. Yeah. Like it's just pounded all day long, rigs, cranes log trucks oil trucks like everything all day and that one bridge it's not even it's it's just barely wide enough for a logging truck to go down yeah that's right they're just single so they've got a stoplight at the start and end of each of these bridges and um and there's two of them and that's why i'm so surprised they haven't fixed them earlier because of all the action that goes on in that highway taking a lot of time yeah jesus and if we do get flooding this spring and they're not fixed well those that diverted traffic bridge that lower um whatever you call it there it's right on the creek it's yeah. lower than the culvert that washed out yeah that's crazy so and that, it's gonna be gone and now we got this bullshit going on yeah so nobody and so when we drove by the other day at five or six o'clock there was no one there no one working no one nothing so um yeah unreal man yeah it's just crazy there's unreal. a lot of things we don't think of that are just shut down fire right now. season yeah. Oh, yeah. Fire season. And that's another ordeal, right? Because they can't have gatherings of so many people. I spoke with the yeah. We were talking to that guy in the shop to, yeah, that day. Yeah. Who who does the courses with the fire and everything else? And uh, and he was saying so. This was three weeks ago when they had implemented the two hundred and fifty people or more. That's right. Yeah. That was the first thing they yeah, did. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. They said that any events with two hundred and fifty people or more are canceled. And he came in here, said, so what are you guys going to do for your fire training? Because they're met, like huge groups of people. He said, well, Brody, believe it or not, he said, our rules are half of whatever the publics are. So if the public can't have gatherings of 250 people or more, ours are 125. And he said, the reason for that is because if this spreads, we can't lose all these guys because we need these people to fight fires. Yeah. So now they're saying no gatherings of 50 people or more and there's states down in the states that say no gatherings of two people or more yeah. and saskatchewan says no nothing of i believe it's 10 10, 10 people or more so what are we going to do for fire training what are we just going to do when fire comes yeah yeah like those guys all live together in cramped quarters I know. huge crew and so i asked them like this was early on right this was three weeks ago we did not see any of this shit coming um so i said come fire season what are you guys doing he said well what we're planning now and i'm sure everything has changed because a lot has changed in the last three weeks he said we're just going to have smaller camps um several miles away and are we recording yeah 
Oh, fuck, you scared me. I, know, when I you just had that, that thought. <laughs> I was like, check? He said, we're going to have several camps several miles away and just keep them split up that way. Um, but, man, Jesus. Crazy yeah, some scary shit. And, and for those, those people listening that don't know, like, fire season started here in, in Alberta a month ago. Yeah. Like, realistically, they actually start March 1st. Yeah. And we're just about to get into where shit's going to get crazy. Well, by the, by we are fortunate, though, with all the snow April, we have. Yeah, this right now is okay. Because the ground will be wet. Where last year... It was very dry. It was dry. Yeah. And the fire. There were, there were a lot of fires last year. It was a bad season. Um, it seems like every fucking year it's been bad since the fire here in Slave. Yeah. We've Jesus. been lucky. We were lucky here last year, right around town. We didn't have any fires. There yeah, was that well, one well, up we had on the one hill right in Whitewater. A couple right in town. There was that one at the beach. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there's, there's water bombers the flying right over top of the highway yeah, dropping right. water. I forgot about that one. Yeah, they spark up like nothing, man. Yeah. Like nothing. They were giving fines for people throwing cigarettes out their window for... Five thousand bucks or whatever it was, and as they should, as they should. Cigarette. A doubt, first of all, cigarette butts like never decompose. No. And second of all, you're throwing a fucking lighter out into the yeah. grass, the driest That's grass, dry, the driest grass there is, right along the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it is going to be an interesting next six to eight weeks, to say the least. Yeah, spring's always exciting, but this one's definitely going to be one for the books. It is, man. It is so. Um, they're already talking about closing non-essential business here in Alberta, potentially next week. Um, what's your daily routine going to look like once that happens? Oh man, I don't know. I might have to, if, uh, if I can, if we're still allowed to leave the house, I might have to just go start building tree stands and moving cameras around and yeah, everything else. I don't know what else there is to do. Yeah. Burn, burn fuel, I guess. Yeah. That's not too bad. I guess. Eh? It's, uh. It would be nice if we could go fishing, but that's going to have to wait till mid-May. Yeah. Because fishing's done in three days, four days now, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough for us because we, uh, so we've got, I've got two kids. Jackson is five and a half, and then I have Rhett, who is a little over a year. And so it is tough bringing him anywhere, right? So we tried the other day when, when you helped us out there. I had him strapped on the front, I had the backpack in the back, and uh, I haven't hiked since hunting season, and man, <laughs> you're feeling pretty good. Oh man, yeah, probably happy I showed up when I did. I was, I was happy, but um, so it's tough for us to get out, right? Like I can't go and build a stand because well, we got to do something with with Rhett, and uh, yeah. I can hike with him and and haul him around, but uh, you know, it's not like you can set a one year old on the ground and just let him be <laughs> that's right no especially so it's not a little at the bear trickier bait. yeah it's a little trickier for us but you know amy and jackson as soon as we can get on those back roads and start looking for bears um you know we're gonna get out there in the vehicle all we can and and that's why i've mentioned before that i fully support you know hunting from a vehicle with kids just to get them out there oh yeah especially if 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 it's uh efficient like it is here yeah yeah and i and I, uh, and you know, him at, at five years old, he's already asking, when are we going bear hunting? When are we going bear hunting? Cause he loves, loves getting out there. Right. And, um, and rent too. He just loves sitting in his car seat and looking around and, and everything else. So we're, we are looking forward to the snow being gone. Yeah. It seems to just have been dragging on and on and on. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's teased us so much this spring. It has. Right? It's been warm off and on since February. Yeah. 
and then it's it just seems like it always just snows whatever it shrinks down yeah and then we're right back to where we started again and then you know it was minus 30 last week like what the fuck and now it's plus five out. Well, just, I think it was yesterday morning. I said it was minus 22. Yeah. Which is crazy. And in the afternoon it's plus three. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Yeah. This world is going to explode right away. Uh, welcome to Northern Can't Alberta. Take all this stress. Yeah. <laughs> Fires and floods and fucking Chinese viruses. Yeah. What do they, what does Trump call it? I don't know. Uh, the Kung flu. <laughs> the Kung flu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Trump called it that. Somebody called it that. Yeah, I was watching a, a media thing, and and a media lady asked Trump if he thought the Kung Flu was racist. At one of his uh, members of Congress, oh, yeah, that's right. called it the Kung Flu, and and he was sort of mocking her. He's like, "What was that? What did you say?" She's like, "The Kung Flu." He's like, "Can you say that again?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, I've always said this is a virus that began in China, and yeah. that's what it is. It's, it's a not China racist. virus. It's a Chinese virus." Yeah yeah freaking insane man yeah i just never would have expected something like this right who no one you know i remember in january or no february because chinese new year's is end of january and i was talking with one of the factories i deal with in china there and and they're like, we're closed for New Year's. We'll get back to you after New Year's. And this was because I knew it was end of January. So I think it was like February 5th. They were supposed to get back to me. And they did. And then they said, well, we got the virus. So we got to shut down. We got to shut down for seven days. And it was seven days. And they said, it's 14 days. And then it was 14 days. And they said, Kate, we're going to reopen at the end of February. So I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's get this going. And then end of February came March. And they're slowly getting back into production. And then we got fucking slammed with it. Yeah. Right. So that was now three weeks ago. And that's when we got our first case. And it's uh, and it's just progressing. It's unreal. Yeah, we got five weeks to see the big. And so five to six weeks, they say, is the peak. Yep. And we're seeing these precautions taken already right now. So that's why I wouldn't be surprised if we do see some sort of like blanket quarantine. Yeah. In the next. Well, that's what the other places weeks. have done, right? And we're sort of following suit yeah. with everybody, which is, yeah, that's the thing, though, where they've sort of trickled. Yeah. They've dipped our toes in it enough that now people aren't going to be surprised, right? Yeah. Which is, that's just sort of the way you have to work when it comes to a group it's of, crazy. a large group of people. But yeah, it's crazy. And uh, I mean, it is all for the You best. guys got a if lot it, of meat? Oh, yeah. We got freezers full. Yeah. We're fortunate there. We got lots of. Lots of meat. Yeah, there's a lot of people fighting over meat in the grocery stores. Every time any of any of my family has gone to the grocery store, they say there's no meat anywhere. Not that we need really, it. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to buy it. But well, we buy chicken. That's the only meat that we buy. Yeah, we buy chicken. And too. we do buy a fair bit of it because we'll have chicken one or two days a week and then we'll have a red meat the other five or whatever. Um, and when I went to the grocery store last week, there's like one package of chicken breast and then like three chicken thighs. So I grabbed thighs and the only package of chicken breast there was. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, people are stockpiling and, you know, they say not to do it, but I, I think sort of rightfully so because it Whoa. is pretty unpredictable in what's going on the next few weeks. And if you're going to be quarantined, then you want to oh, yeah. have enough food that yeah. you're going to be fine, right? You don't have to go back out. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think it was this weekend I told Amy, I said, you know, we should probably get enough food for the next two weeks. Yeah. 
because we are really bad for it's noon and we're trying to figure out what we're having for supper that night. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store, buy broccoli, buy potatoes, and we'll make supper. And the next day, the same fucking thing. So I'm going there every day, right? And I told her, I said, like, fuck, we should get at least two weeks because if shit hits the fan and we got to stay home, well, then we got it. And then um, you don't have to be in that, you know, two-day rush period when everybody's going. Again. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, we loaded right up. But, uh, but yeah, and, you know, it's even just being out in fucking public. It's just uh, it's oh, not pe- somewhere where I People walking around with and, masks and gloves on. Yeah. And, yeah, social distancing. Yeah. So Everybody, they say uh, a moose length apart. I was just going to say that. Moose. I saw something that said a moose length apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two meters. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Crazy world. It yeah. is, man. It is. It wouldn't, you know, like something cyber related wouldn't have um, caught me off guard as much. Something, you know, something in the media. But you never think like 2020 and we're lockdown because of a pandemic well could you imagine if i told you like a year ago like hey eric i i read online that there's going to be a flu virus that begins in china and that wraps itself around the whole world hundreds of thousands of people are going to die it shuts everything down and it shuts the whole world down and you're going to be locked in your house i would have been like no that's clickbait bro yeah, you would have been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're a conspiracy theorist. You like, what are you? Th- no. Yeah. But no, that's, that is the reality, that's the reality of, our situation. of today. Yeah. So they, they just also just closed national, some national and provincial parks. Nah, okay. Closed, so closed Banff, access to Jasper, them. the provincial parks. Jasper um, closed, Jasper closed uh, parking lots, access to parking lots. And I think they even closed a recycling program. I'm not sure why that is, but interesting. I also saw that. And uh, I mean, this is on top of um, the provincial government dropping a whole number of parks in the province, too. Yeah. Dropping the funding and the care for them. So they're going to be unmanaged. I don't know. They're, I don't know if they're going to stay parks, like parks, as far as not being able to hunt in them and stuff. Yeah. So but there are some be... parks that you can hunt in. Like there's those. Yeah, there are. Like I showed a mule deer two years ago in one of those wildland provincial parks. Right, but not like a not one that has like a campground or something yeah. like that. Which is the ones that they're dropping. Sound like they're ones that. Uh... And you know what, Eric? I am okay with them with them dropping funding for those as long as we keep those places public and protected okay so i'm all right if they don't if they remove the garbage cans and if they remove the picnics and if they don't have someone going there every week or paying a full-time wage to somebody because i believe our public places places should stay wild and should stay public um and hey if it means we're going to save some money and we aren't going to hire someone to change garbage cans every couple weeks well so be it right if they can do better for the more the busier park yeah. places because yeah, they're they can... because they're not worried about these stragglers that are you know like there's some places that i've hunted where like you're four hours from any town and all of a sudden you roll in and there's a provincial park sign yeah and there's like a campground and garbage cans and firewood stacked up and you're like wow somebody comes here like once a week at yeah. least at the very least during the summer all summer long from wherever just to cut firewood, just for to change garbage cans. Stay there every few weeks. Or nobody, right? Or, or nobody, yeah. 
you know, and the, that's just the, the reality of where we live out here. Right. But so if, if it's going to help them take care of something that's, you know, right, you know, an hour out of town or 15 minutes out of the city that needs more attention. Yeah. Needs a little bit more funding, maybe needs bigger cleanup, maybe needs new facilities. Our, our province does a really good job with, um, like public bathrooms on those places and having garbage can bear proof garbage cans at all those places. Right. So they already do a very good job with that. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I agree. Making these decisions aren't stupid. If it's, if it's a profitable, um, you know, area or if it's an area that sees a lot of traffic, they're going to keep, they're going to keep it open. Well, that's right. And that's, that's my but point. There's is a lot that aren't. If, yeah, exactly. That if the funding is, is going to help, make the the ones that are do have the high traffic better then of course yeah i haven't looked into it too much but uh my yeah my only thing is as long as they keep those areas public then hey so be it right yeah yeah it's not like they're not like they're cutting all the trees down I love, like nobody I love can be here anymore. A lake with no picnic tables and just a wild lake you know yeah, all the too. way around like you know, some of the trout lakes up north or south there where we bear hunted a couple of years ago you know, there's a trail that guys have made to get in there and it's as fucking wild as you'll get. Yep. You know, there isn't a little shitty boat launch that's never been used in the last year. And there isn't uh, picnic tables that have graffiti all over them and a, a toilet with, you know, writing all over it. No, they remove that stuff. Let's not employ someone to to maintain. Let's just get rid of that stuff. Let's keep it wild. Let's keep it public and, uh, you know, put the money somewhere else. That's right. So, yeah. Somewhere where it counts a little bit more. Yeah, so I'm a. I, I would like to hope that that's what the plan is. Yeah. Um, like I said, I haven't looked into it too much. Well, now they're not worried though um, because they're just going to shut them all down because of coronavirus, right? Yeah, no one's talking about anything now. There's no more people standing that's on right. the bridge, stopping fucking trains and yeah. starting. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So what? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what if they close like boat launches and who? Like, what if the they government. close boat launches? Like, you're, you're talking bear season, but what about summertime? Um, Like, yeah, they might close the prevent the government-owned ones, like the public one down here. Yeah. That's, what if a, there's that's no, part of the park, right? What if there's no fish and wildlife, like you said? Exactly. I think they'll close fishing season, too? Yeah, so I think it's a possibility. I wouldn't say anything isn't a possibility right now. No, you can't say that. But with that being said, I did mention earlier how they do rely heavily on those tip lines. Yeah. And if there is a reason for them to not cancel the season, I think that would be it because people are still going to report people. But, but then you need people executing um, and following through with those reports. But do you think they do as well on their tip line as they do parked at the boat launch when people come no. off the lake. No. I bet they do better at the boat launch. Yeah, without a doubt. Or at the river. Correct. Yeah. Right. I never thought of that. Or at the weir, where they catch <laughs> groups of people that come in a van. Yeah. And they have a big old garbage can full of fish that they're not supposed to have. So while we're on that topic, another thing I've been thinking of too, because I was talking about how if shit hits the fan, we're gonna go camp out in the bush for a few months. Yeah. Um, do you, if shit hit the fucking fan and people are now, there's no meat at the grocery store. So people are now killing and harvesting their own meat. Do you think that we will still sustain healthy wildlife populations? Like, do you have enough faith in humanity 
<laughs> no. No, I know. Um, I was thinking the same thing. The way I the way I imagine it is that it's gonna be I no would try and get I would try and stay as get a, as far away from the town and roads and everything at that yeah. point just to get away from everything because you're gonna have to go wild you're not gonna want to be around people anyway no right the people that you meet probably aren't gonna be very good people no unless you know we ran into each other by some fucking i think the good but... people or the the sane people in society right now would be the first ones to die off the sane people like the people who don't the people who just live a normal life yeah not the people that like the sheep the sheep the sheep yeah, yeah. that's what i should be saying the sheep the people that just like yes sir yes trudeau yeah. mr government we're gonna do we'll just stay in the house yeah we'll just eat rice and then there's gonna there's gonna be the people who who get get the hell out of town and the fucking crazy ones and then there's gonna be the ones like you and me who are who have this planned and thought out yes a little bit yeah there's gonna be the people that just stay and let whatever happened happen there's going to be people they're going to be a group of people that that think they can do what they need to do to survive yeah and then there's going to be the people that just do what they need to do yeah. to survive and th those last two groups are going to be, be wild, a, there's going to be a very west, blurry man. line in between yeah. those last two groups be guarding our fucking campers and wall tents for a while yeah on shotguns with slugs yeah it's gonna be did like, you load up on any ammo with all this shit going on i did buy a couple boxes i have to admit yeah so what i was what i didn't buy hundreds of rounds like before some people, i even but, heard like before like i've seen the last two weeks that people are saying they're stockpiling on ammo as soon as all sh this shit hit the fan three weeks ago when we first seen our first few cases and they stopped the trade shows, they stopped the NHL, I thought, man, if they close those factories down, those ammo factories in the States, um, we aren't going to be able to get any ammo. Yeah. Plain and simple. So we got to get it now. I got to get at least enough to last me a year, year and a half. And so I told the guys, I'm not typical of that too. I'm like, hey guys, maybe buy an extra couple cases just so you have them because you know shit might fucking hit the fan we not, might not be able to get any ammo come yeah. hunting season um so yeah i bought i think i bought an extra 200 rounds or yeah i bought five cases of 30 odd six i've already got a couple and i bought uh three cases of shotgun shells because i've already got like 10 um now my 22 250 I've got nothing for that thing. Well, that's the one you want, though. I know. I know. I grabbed it the other day because we were going shed hunting. I'm like, I'll bring this in case to see a coyote or a wolf. And uh, I had like half a box of bullets. Yeah. I thought, man, I should have loaded up on this. But they still have some at the local store, I noticed. So what the hell do you need like seven boxes of 30-odd-6 for? Uh, moose, deer, elk, bear, everything. 30-odd-6 is great for everything. No, I know. But what do you need seven boxes for? Um, well, what do I need seven boxes for? Well, like, if shit hits a fan, I got to defend my fucking camper. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, fair enough in the apocalypse, but if that's what I'm preparing for <laughs> in like a, in like a normal year, how many shell, how many boxes? Oh, shells do you in a normal for? year, I'll, I'll shoot my 30 odd six, you know, I'm bad for going to the range at the start of the year and that's it. Yeah. Start of the hunting season and I'll shoot a box or half a box so you're looking at like two or three boxes a year one box a year yeah okay yeah like last year last year i maybe shot my gun 10 times yeah that's where i'm at too with like my my 30 30 which is just open sights because i don't have to like go and sight it in right so yeah. i just 
I shoot at the tree at the start of the year to make sure it shoots good still. Yeah. And, and then I'm good to go. So I'll go through maybe a box. Yeah. So that's like, that's that rifle, you know, I can stay, I can stay full. My belly can be full with. Yeah. Well, and my, my other hunting rifle, like my 300 short mag, it's, it's ultralight. So it's not meant to be like shot a hundred times at the yeah. range. So I can only, I, I go and shoot it like five or six times at the range. And otherwise it just gets way too hot and I'm there forever. I can yeah. be there all night waiting for it to cool yeah. down. <clears throat> and then it, you know, it doesn't, it might not even get shot the whole rest of the year. Well, that's my, my 22, 250. I've, I've maybe shot three boxes through. I think since yeah. I bought it three years ago, I just don't, don't bring it out. Cause I don't get out to do any cow hunting or anything like that. Um, but I should, I should pick some up. Um, because, uh, you know, we're still, uh, we aren't out of this yet. I actually should pick up some 410 shells for small game. We've got a ton of 410 shells. I, We've probably got 20 cases. I shoot way more 410 shells than anything else. Really? Just rabbits and chickens throughout the year, right? Yeah. You miss so often. And yeah. It's whatever. So. Yeah, I've got. But I don't think I have any now. I think I shot the last few. I've got probably 1,500 rounds of 22. Wow. And I've got, you know, probably at least 200, 250 rounds of 410. A uh, whole bunch of 12 gauge, 30 odd six is good, 308 is good, 223. We've had a ton of 223 fucking shells, just a ton, um, because they were cheap a few year ago or something. So we just loaded up on them. But the 22, 250, we're short of. So I'll have to get some of that before the apocalypse apocalypse comes. So you got a pretty good uh, armory there. Yeah, we're doing all right. Stock of, stock we're doing guns. all right. Yeah. I was thinking that too when this all sort of. I came was very down. close to that same day I bought the ammunition online. I was so yeah, close to buy now in the nine mil. Yeah, you almost bought a handgun. Fuck. I was in that mindset, eh, where I'm like, man, I got to do this, got to do this. Shit's going to hit the fan. Sure enough, shit has hit the fan. Um, but did I need another handgun? No, I don't think so. So yeah. I just waited. Yeah, I was I thinking wait. when this all sort of just happened that. Yeah, actually, it might have been when you were telling me to go buy ammunition. I was like, you know, I've got like right around a dozen guns at my house. I got pretty good yeah. with if shit was to actually go down. So if shit goes down, I've and got, you got like, to leave town. You aren't bringing all the fucking guns. Oh, yeah. You are? Everyone. And the four bows. Really, eh? Uh, five. Six, you aren't packing light. Bows. You're fucking going heavy. Filling that trailer up, and I'm that going, is going to be sagging. full. <laughs> oh yeah i don't care so if you, if you could bring two or one gun with you one all-around gun to survive 30 30 guard your uh the open sights 30 30 open sights 30 30 agree, it, it holds seven go. it holds seven it's lever action and it don't miss and see mine would be the 12 gauge so you got slugs you got your bird shot um shoot deer and shoot you have a semi everything Is yeah it, i'd bring the semi yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking my pump, but yeah, no, I'd bring the semi, but the pump pumps a little bit more easy to work on. Reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd be able to take it apart and maybe yeah, jimmy rig it if the, you broke the it. Pump. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but my 3030 is 115 years old this year, I think. So yeah. And you killed a deer with it this past season. Oh, I've killed, man. I've killed a lot. I've killed really? more stuff with that gun than anything else. Really? Anything, any other gun I own. Nice. Yeah. I've probably killed. Well, like I've dispatched game while guiding, right? Yeah. So I sort of count that the same way. But that's like as far as actually putting a round into an animal, that gun's probably over 20 animals. Nice. That's just in my hands in the last four years. 
So uh, when you're guiding or when you go bear hunting with someone, is that the gun that's strapped to your back when you're checking the baits, when you're going to retrieve a wounded bear? And everything? Like mine's, mine's my short barrel 12 gauge. I've got a 12 gauge break barrel. That's legally as short as it can be to be a non-restricted. And uh, I've got that strapped to my back when we're retrieving a bear, when we're looking for a bear, whatever. It's Even if I got my bow in my hand, that thing's strapped to my back, you know, just to have. Um, is it, that sort of where your 30-30 is to you? Yeah, when I'm guiding bears, my 30-30 is, uh, it's the gun I bring just because, yeah. yeah, open sights is the way to go. You don't need a scope. Um, just because mine's purely for protection, right? So... I don't pack it around though. Like if, if I'm bow hunting, I just bring the bow and I have bear spray in my cargo pocket or something, but checking baits. Do you got it with you? Um, not usually. Um, if I'm going with the plan to like shoot the bear, my target bear, if I see him while I'm there, oh, I'll, okay. I'll bring the gun rather than the bow, just cause that's not really smart. I don't think, but, um, otherwise if I'm just going in to fill the bait, especially with the quad, I won't take a gun at all. I'll yeah. just go in and bait. Um, but I have this really nice tactical gun sleeve I got from somewhere. I seen that when yeah. Amy, when we retrieved Amy's bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's, I just have that with the 3030 because nice. it doesn't have a sling or anything. And you just pull it out like a sword. Yeah. But if I'm going in retrieving a bear and stuff, it's always in my hand. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really pack it around. It's not light either, right? It's a big old heavy, yeah, heavy woodstock gun. So yeah, I like the little 12 gauge because I've, I bring that with me freaking everywhere if i'm checking cameras filling baits whatever always got one in the barrel with slugs and you're good to go yeah you do you think you'd be able to get to it fast enough if you had your bow and your camera in your hand uh have you thought about that well no so my bow like when you're walking into the bait how are you walking in okay so i'm just thinking because our our bear episode the first bear episode I'm walking into the bait with the gun on my back, bow in my hand. So the reason why I'm bringing in the gun at that point, John's ahead of me. The reason why I'm bringing in the gun at that point is if we arrow a bear and then we got to retrieve it, then I got the gun in my hand. Right. When I retrieve my bear, so I arrowed it. We waited a half hour, followed blood. The bow was in the stand. The gun was in my hand. Because if I have a bear charging at me, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. I've already yeah. arrowed this bear. I'm not fucking around. Yeah. So we followed, followed, followed a hundred yards. Well, there he was. He was dead. Great. Perfect. Um, but I'm always preparing for that worst case scenario. Yeah. John is like you, yeah. you know, if he's, well, he's probably worse than you. He, when he came to retrieve my bear, he brought a hatchet. Yeah. Okay. So he's leading the pack with a hatchet and I'm not going to bring my bow in that case. I'm bringing this 12 gauge with me. And I explained that on the camera. I said, this gun comes with me on every bear retrieval. Yeah. Um, because, you know, um, reality is you don't know what the fuck to expect when you're retrieving a, a wounded bear or a bear that's just been arrowed. You know, that's one of the most dangerous situations you can put yourself in. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's always coming with me. When I am filling up baits, my bow isn't with me. It's just the gun. And when I'm filling up my baits, I'm on the quad. My gun is on the gun rack in the quad. Um, or if I'm walking in, on our on our first episode i've got me literally hauling oats one arm and the gun is in the other arm walking in with the gun so i've got everything right um so yeah no that the gun's with me all the time the bow is not for self-defense it's strictly for just for the stand and we were talking about that too how i asked you i said if shit hits the fan are you bringing your bow because me 
if I got to eat, I'm not bringing my fucking bow. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing a gun, plain yeah. and simple. I hunt with a bow because I, I want a little more of a challenge because I've got the luxury of having a full freezer and now I can challenge myself in this hunting activity that we do um, and set different goals and whatever else, right? Um, but if it comes to a life and death situation where I've got to defend myself or I've got to fucking eat, it's a gun. It's a rifle. Yeah. So especially now, I've just been playing around with this new release, man. I've got some work, that yeah. thumb release. You know, I've been using a, the trigger release with your index finger for the last four years and now just trying to find a comfortable position with that thumb release. Yeah. So uh, you've you've switched from the traditional like wrist anchor. Yeah. Finger release, trigger release. And you know what? Like just the last to the the roller, the thumb roller, thumb roller. Yeah. Thumb release. Just the last year and a half. I've got comfortable with that that anchor point release in my anchor point. Yeah. And now today I uh, busted out the new one, the thumb roller. And, uh, and it's going to take a bit to get used to. It does. Yeah. It's going to take a bit, bit. but uh, I really like it. I prefer that. I love just how smooth it is. And there's not a whole lot of movement in my hand to pull that trigger. Um, So, uh, yeah, no, I'm bound and determined. I'll I'll get her down, Pat. Just got to play around with it a bit more. Yeah. I really like uh, that using that thumb release because for me, it really helps with my my release, my pullback, my follow through. It just feels a lot cleaner than with the wrist. It feels like with the wrist, it's like I'm like punching it all the time. Yeah. So the last podcast that we released was the ice fishing one. And the one before that was actually the last one we recorded. And that was 10 days ago, 11 or 12 days ago. So that was the day we did your box reveal for the APA Mamba. That's right. How are you liking the bow so far? I'm loving it. You're loving it? It's fucking awesome. It's like magic. You pull it back. I mean, not to discredit my bear... Uh, bear wild is what i was Man, shooting every company makes great bows now they're, they're all yeah they're good. all you know that that bear bow was a little bit more lower end i think sort of mid-range class of bear bows and uh, it was an upgrade from my first one but upgraded again and then now i just wanted something that i could really get serious with because nice. i felt like i my skills had exceeded the bow that i had at the time so compared to that bow this apa mamba is like draw it back it's nice and heavy it's smooth that 90 percent let off is just fantastic you can hold that bow all day long and then you let go and it's like magic the arrow just disappears there's no sound there's no torque in the bow you don't feel the string hit the bumpers it's just like the arrow's gone and it's it's and a solid it, back wall which i like my last bear yeah. was really jumpy yeah where this one like you I don't draw really all know if you're pulling it all the way back sort of thing yeah like it's like soft yeah yeah that's exactly i agree 100 percent. yeah where my last one I, i'm drawing back right and you're holding there and it's jumpy right it wants to come yeah. forward where this one it's a solid solid back wall yeah. you're drawn back and you can stand there all well when it green. rolls over to that you let off like you know you're like oh yeah okay i can here stand I here all day yeah stand here all day i could fucking hang by my toes in yeah. a tree like this like fine and i'm holding 80 pounds right yeah i mean it's 90 percent let off but that's killer and you just let go and it's like poof and so then you that went- fucking arrow hits that target so hard <laughs> i punched it punched right through my hurricane bag every time wow yeah. right to the fletchings right right all the way through. so you're you're at 80 pounds what was your bearable before I think it's at like 65, might be right around 67. Was it adjustable or were the That one was not. Okay. Um, I did have my 
my first bow, I don't remember what model it was, a bear. It was an adjustable one. And I, I had it, I, like, I got it when I was, like, 13 or whatever, right? Yeah. I had it for several years. And by the time I was, by the time I sold it, I was using it at, like, 75, which was wow. maxed out. Holy shit. And dude. that bow was a tack driver. Like, if I could buy it back, I probably yeah. would. I would probably trade this more yeah. expensive previous bow for it. Um, just because I was, I got so comfortable with it. Yeah. It's, it's like your, like your first real bike, right? Nice. It's like, that's, that's what awesome. I learned to shoot bow with, but this APA one, I am so excited for awesome. seasons to open. I'm so excited to point it at You've been something. shooting a lot? i shooting just about every day. Wow. That's yeah. good, man. I think I'm going to try at least releasing a few arrows each day now until yeah. season. Well, just to, just to get the reps in. The reps in. Like for and me, I'm still shooting at 10 yards. I'm adjusting the sight every time. Yeah. I've switched sights twice now on this bow. Oh, have you? And, uh. Uh, but I you I'm going with a uh, five vertical? No, I'm going with that that uh, center line yeah. trophy ridge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, comes up right up the middle. Sort right of. It looks middle. like looks like a single pin, but it's got five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And so you like nice. that, eh? I nice it. I, I like there a few of them with the with the multiple pins and the one. Yeah. Pin in the middle. So there's yeah. just yeah, it's like one pin with like a bunch of dots yeah. on it. But I mean, really, mine is five pins. They're just in line. Yeah. Um. And it's not adjustable. That's why it's got five pins. But yeah. I, I, I bought, I bought a sight last year specifically for this new bow this year. Yeah. Not before I even knew what I was gonna buy, and so I bought a, you know, one of those IQ. I can't remember the name of it now. IQ sight, okay. reticle, reticle, reticle lock IQ, seven pin. Yeah. And uh, when I put it on that bow, and I finally like looked through the target or looked through it at the target there was just so much like so much junk. shit going on yeah and i wanted something that had at least five pins but i wasn't really sure how i felt about seven but realizing that i'd been shooting through that inline seven center is a lot of pins yeah but realizing that i'd been shooting through that inline center one trophy ridge on my old bow for yeah. the last three or four years so you went back to that one. i went back to that one and and when you think about it there's so much bush up here that we shoot through like even in your tree stand that has a clear shooting lane you're still going to see sticks and spruce willow and willows and spruce branches and you know you just never know right shooting through fuck man whatever. i went right through i think three leaves on the way to my moose there you go i watched the footage and it's like branch branch leaf and yeah. then it hits the fucking moose you just never know around no. here right it's so thick so to even see something through that seven pin like even the target it was just so much going on yeah where that that inline center five pin it's just like wide open you nice. can see everything right around it so you're looking through a clear circle and do you uh do you have a preference on how close or far away your sight is from your bow um as long as it fills the peep perfectly that's yeah. where that's where it's supposed to be for me yeah so if i'm seeing light around the outside of my sight it's too far away i'm bringing it in a little bit yeah see i like mine literally as far as i can adjust it to yeah i just find the farther away it is the more stable you have to be mm -hmm. it's like shooting a rifle when you turn your scope down rather than turn your scope up right yeah. so if your sight's close well then you've got a lot in that circle if it's farther away then you got less, less right movement. Yeah. so uh and and that made a huge difference for me that's I an just, interesting concept Never yeah and if like you that. yeah a lot of guys like them far too i noticed that and uh so i'm like you know what i'm gonna try that with mine and it just that was one thing that I had a noticeable dis difference. It helped you. It helped me yeah. considerably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and me, I'm always fucking around, man, because I'm wearing glasses or contacts. Well, it's like aim small, miss small, right? <sighs> yeah. 
Exactly. That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So, if, so yeah, if your site's moving around a whole lot more, you know that you got to be a whole lot more stable and yeah. aim at that smaller spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I've got a five pin trophy ridge and 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 it's I like it. It's good. They're but clean sites. They're nice and clean yards. sites. That's all I've ever really used and hunted with. Yeah. I've played with some other stuff, but as far as multiple pin sites go, I really like Trophy Ridge. Nice. Uh, I've broken a few different ones. I've hated a few of them, but I've always sort of ended up back with a different kind of trophy ridge. Yeah. And they're just, they make sort of everything, right? They make them metal. They make them plastic. They yeah. Make and them. what are you shooting for broadheads? 100 or 125 grain? Oh, I, I've always PX2, shot PX2, Widowmaker? Yeah. Yes. PX2s? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think that's all I got is the PX2s. I think I've got one or two packages of the Widowmaker. I might have I'll one of each. One. I'd have to look. Because I have one on my, like in my quiver. I have a set. And then From I have last a set. year? Yeah. Yeah, and those then are I have the PX2s. Set. Yeah. I have a set in a box still. But they there must be PX2s too. Yeah, the Widowmaker they just came out with. And uh, they're supposed to be fucking phenomenal. Just oh, fly yeah, perfect. Definitely yeah, definitely don't have those. Um, I, I haven't shot them yet. But... Uh, but yeah, are you shooting 100 grain or 125s? Hundreds. Hundreds, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm shooting 125s. I, uh, you know, when I first got into archery, um, you know, the, with how he sort of explained it to me, the guy he said, you got 100s, it's going to fly straighter, you know. Um, your 125s, it's going to, it's not going to fly as straight, but it's going to hit a little bit harder, right? Yeah. So you got, it's a little more forgiving. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck, let's go with 125. So that's what I've been shooting since the start i haven't really changed um but yeah those px2s man they fucking worked wonders for us john got his two bears with the px2s i got mine with the px2 i got my moose with the px2 um tommy got his 200 inch mule deer with the px2s um a few other guys got deer in saskatchewan with them and uh yeah my bear actually the bear i got when i when we retrieve it like I shot him a little bit far forward. Okay. And it looked like a, it in the video, it looks like an awful shot. To be oh, honest, really? It doesn't like I got him. It looks like a bad shot. Cause he was quartering, quartering away to me. Yeah. And I didn't realize it, but, um, so what had happened is I went through right behind a shoulder blade through and it went out in his chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when we retrieved that bear, he had, it had blown apart and, and right through his chest. Like oh, he had wow. a fucking hole, man. And there was just blood everywhere, blood everywhere. And I, when I had shot, we watched that footage and I say to the camera, I'm like, felt like a good shot, but it looked like it was a little far forward. And I was a little uneasy about everything. And then we started seeing the blood and it was just blood, like tons and tons of blood. He went a little ways. I think he went about a hundred yards, but fuck did that bear bleed, man. And just the out, like where that arrow went out, it fucking blew a hole right through him. Right on. Yeah, no, it, uh, it did some damage. Yeah. I never had a chance to let any broadheads fly last year. You could, you had a chance. You just did. Oh, I missed one. I did let did one you? fly. A bear? I missed. No, uh, an elk. An elk. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah. I didn't, uh, that's the only thing I, I shot at. Well, we'll have some bear action this spring. Oh, I want to sure. get one at, on the ground at the bait, and then we're going to film a spot and stock episode with yeah. you. And we're going to do it all with bows. All with the APA Mamba 28. We've got the That's same right. bow. We you got do. the new one. Yeah. But nice. Yeah, I have the micro tune. Yeah. So uh, next podcast, let's try and do one seven days from now or so. Yeah. Sort of catch up with everyone, see, uh, you know, go over what, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of shit going on in the next seven to 10 days. Yeah. We could be on lockdown. Maybe we'll, well that's it. As here. long as we, 
Unless, like, if we're on fucking lockdown, we'll have to do it over the phone. Yeah. We could do that. Oh, we could still do it. So, yeah, guys, we're going to try and do more of these current podcasts. Um, we want to try and get them out right away. So this one's going to be out on the 27th, which is tomorrow. Today's the 26th. We're going to try and do another one in the next 7 to 10 days and continue releasing them every 7 to 10 days, but just have them more current. That's right. So we do have a few podcasts that are going to come out in the next few weeks that were recorded um, several weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. Um, and I'm going to say right now, there's going to be stuff that isn't making a whole lot of sense. We might talk about the Parkland Outdoor Show, which now is canceled. But when we recorded that podcast, it wasn't. Um, so just forgive us for that. But uh, stay tuned, guys. We have plenty more to come. There's a lot to talk about. And I hope these podcasts are getting better and better as we're going on. We're having a lot of fun doing them. And we can't thank everyone enough for listening and subscribing. Yeah, that's right. And just uh, keep an eye out on that YouTube page where yes. uh, the video footage is coming up. We've been having all kinds of technical difficulties. and We're getting there, man. We're learning as we're they're going, They're coming, right? that's right. And uh, yeah, we got everyone has a video except for the ice fishing one. Oh, yeah. I wonder and, if we can put something together for that, maybe. And I think Charlie... <clears throat> I think Charlie's first podcast doesn't have oh, really? either. Okay. Well, no big deal. Anyways, I do want to mention, we were talking about the Black Widow Innovations Broadheads PX2 yep. and the Widowmaker. We do have a promo code for everybody. Um, it is non-typical. So go on their website, order yourself some Broadheads for hunting season. Use the promo code non-typical. Thank us later. The Broadheads are absolutely killer. And, uh, you know, times like these guys, it is so, so important that we support, you know, these Canadian companies. Um, you know, things are slow right now for everybody. So, uh, you know, rather than going to those big box stores, let's try and order from these smaller companies, the Canadian companies, and support our fellow hunters. Um, Black Widow Innovations is a great starting point. Get yourself some broadheads. Save 15%. Use promo code non-typical. And I think right now they have free shipping too. So you can, uh, you know, use both of those maybe. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Blake, shout out to Blake. Yeah. His badass Jeep wrap. Yeah. 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 He's got a Black Widow Innovations Jeep. Yeah. It looks awesome. Right on. Well, let's wrap her up, man. Sounds awesome, good. guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, tune back in in uh, seven to 10 days. And don't forget to wash your hands. Stay healthy.